we live in hell. I mean, we've we've been keeping people. We have no housing. Like we already didn't have any housing, and now all these people, like hundreds, maybe thousands of people displaced from those tornadoes, have just been living in hotels this whole time. And it's been how long? It's been like over a month, right? Yeah, it was in early December. It's been like three months. Jesus Christ. Two, I guess, two full months. Oh damn, man. Yeah, and like staying in a hotel every day, man. That's like nobody can with a family, like kids, literally going to school, getting picked up and dropped off at hotels. Yeah, man. And being denied, fa- and and like some of the reasons it said they were denied, I'm just fucking. Yeah, because the yeah. dude was the dude wasn't on the lease, even though he was subletting his his roommate was subletting an apartment. So FEMA's like, that's not a primary residence, so you don't. This crazy shit's like, like oh. <laughs> We can't we can't prove that they own such and such or or most of them were denied because they uh, missed an inspection. They had to be inspected or something. It's like this whole town is flat. Where are you supposed? What are what are you doing? What are you fucking doing? What if you lose documents though that you're supposed to be using to prove yeah. to get aid in there? Your house got fucking swept away by a tornado. <laughs> Who knows? It's down the Mississippi, bitch. Go dig it up. <laughs> That should just be like that. Should just be used by a bird to like you know, uh, fuck yeah. uh, you know their nest right now, yo. Hawk nest right now. Good luck. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! That shit doesn't reach to Georgia. I can't believe his dumb fucking ass came down here and walked around. That's I, for some reason that's like my sticking point that he walked his happy ass around town. That's the bleakest part of it, though, right? <laughs> He walked around down here. They went back and was like, "No, don't, don't, don't give it to him." <laughs> nah, don't give it to him. <laughs> they, they, they didn't suffer enough. It was that bad. They don't need it. I mean, I have to for work. I have to like write up a little fucking update about what's about what's happened the last three months politically in Kentucky, and I just want to write "failed state" in all caps. <laughs> Failed state. Like, what's there to say? I don't know what else to fucking say. It's the whole point of me not uh, not not knowing what even to do about this here program we have. I don't know what else to say. We live in the ultimate hell. We really do, man. All I know is to give give Valentines to people. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I really, I just, I found a bulk sale on vibrators that look like little tubes of lipstick, and I just gave them to all my friends. I don't know what else to do. I'm at the end of my rope. You just got to carve out little credits of happiness and like community where you can't because otherwise you just go and say I'm, I'm just in here making dog valentines. I don't know what else to do. You can't be, you can't be emotionally raw dog in reality, man. Shaking in a corner, cutting out heart construction <laughs> paper. That's where we're at. <laughs> yeah, in the fetal construction paper like a kindergarten. In the corner. Yeah. But at least I'm in my own house. Well, that someone else owns, not in a fucking hotel. Man, that shit's crazy. Sorry, I came in hot here. Nah, that's um, what we're here for. I've been you, spiraling you blew, about the last blew you out before we even hit play. <laughs> nah, Tanya Ty, got a lot left in the take. No, I've been recording. Well, like, last night I got. Uh, well, yesterday I checked my mail, and I was opening up my mail last night, and I had a thank you. It was a Frankfurt address, so I was like, and it was a handwritten uh, envelope, and I was like, oh, God, am I being sued? What is this? Because anything coming from Frankfurt, I don't want it. It's 
fucking scary. The last thing they sent me was that I'm three fucking points away from having to hire a driver and having my license taken. Mm, Somebody's going to have to drive me around. But just no small accident. I spent all morning in the Frankfurt DMV or transportation cabinet. What do they call it here? We're getting a new license. Well, I failed my uh, permit test yesterday. Incredible. (laughs) (laughs) What was it? This is like the show. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Because this test is for 15 year olds. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's like it was me. It was me and like three pimply-faced kids, and uh, <laughs> they put me on a computer, like you uh, know, like a like a touch menu type deal. Uh, and I stopped the test, like I didn't stop it. I waved to the test proctor. I said, "Ma'am," I said, "I just started, and it says I've already skipped eighteen <laughs> questions and and missed five. <laughs> I said, "What's the deal?" <laughs> and she said, "Oh, it's." Oh, it's circling back around. I was like, I've not even made it through it. It's like what I'm trying to tell you. It's like I just hit. I know this to be correct because I'm 36 years old and been driving for 20 years. And it counted it as missed. You're arguing with the wall. I did. I stopped it twice. I was like, something's not right here. And then it like glitched out for a second. And when it came back, all the numbers on the bottom were like changed. And I was like, what is going on here? <coughs> Somebody so I went back over there. License, man. I don't know what it was. Well, it was weird though because like it the I don't know if y'all have taken the permit test since you've been sixteen, but <laughs> it's like it's not stuff like what does this sign mean and like what does this mean and what do you do at a blinking yellow light and what do you do at a blinking red light and whatever whatever. It's now like copaganda shit. It's <laughs> oh now my like. God. Uh, true or false, or not true or false, but like, uh, you can lose your license for six months if you do which of the following things. And one's like back talking officer, uh, one's like refuse a search, and then the other, and then the, it's like if you refuse a uh, a breathalyzer. It sounds like all of the above, man. They got like a fourth option. That's like well, it's like actually, cops can do whatever they want. So any of these are right. Yeah, exactly. What happened? <laughs> exactly. Uh, they were catching heat from killing too many. They're they're um, what they're doing is they're now baking into the driver's tests, like how not to get shot by the police because the police are killing too many people, and so they're like, well, we got to do something. We have to teach people how not to get instead of just. You know, taking defunding the, the police, defunding the police, taking the guns out of their hands or whatever. It's like, no, no, no. You can't say we didn't warn you. We taught you how not to do it, and if you get shot, it's your fault now. So yeah, if you fail the permit, you deserve to get and shot. That's weird. <laughs> There's a bill in the Kentucky state legislature right now that would make it to where every school district can form its own police department, like every, what? like. Like high school, middle like school, like an agency, school, like like a full, full, like a whole ass agency, not just like school resource officer. Yeah, right. Yeah, instead of deputy dumbass with like condoms and pads in his pockets walking around, we got a whole fucking fleet of robocops. Deputy dumbass, I'm ready to pop off. Is that a thing? I deputy wanna... dumbass like teaches you how to put on a condom and how to solve a, a homicide case. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so is this is this independent of like the po- local police forces that already exist? I think so, yeah. I think it's like how God college damn. campuses have their own police forces. I think that like now 
it would be it would make it to where like yeah like your local elementary school can have its own like Carfork Creek police squad you know and they like fucking arrest kids for like huffing aerosol cans or something I don't know <laughs> what was that yeah. what was that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he was a cop in like kindergarten kindergarten cop like yeah 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 it's, kindergarten <laughs> it's cop. like that but they're, they'll be able to like have black sites like where they can like disappear <laughs> There'd be like black sites in the boiler room. Disappear of, children. Right, right, right. Disappear children in, in <laughs> like the boiler room. No, they're going to institute chokies. Like <laughs> Matilda, they're getting chokies back. <laughs> chokies are making a comeback in Kentucky. Wait, what are chokies? You never seen the movie Matilda? Yeah, I see Matilda. In Trich Bolt's office, she's got a chokey. It's a tiny closet with nails sticking out all around. Oh, the it's kids, like an Iron Maiden? The, yeah. yeah, she sticks the kid. In there, using the medieval torture devices on children. Okay. Yeah, calls it the chokey. Wait, I mean, we're not too far away. So this is actually a nice little segue for a story that was going around last week. We didn't get to cover. Um, yeah, honestly, put me in the chokey. <laughs> the chokey. They hold them in the chokey before they put them in the pokey. <laughs> the chokey to pokey. The chokey to pokey. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Slippery slope. Fuck me. Oh. Uh, this is in the Daily Independent. Oh. Boyd Sheriff opposed to upcoming performance. The Boyd. This is Catlettsburg, Kentucky. The Boyd County Sheriff is voicing his displeasure after the tourism office announced a country music artist with a song entitled. Fuck the Popo will be performing at the Boyd County Convention and Arts Center March 17th. Sheriff Bobby Jack Woods, Bobby Jack, that's a great name. Yeah, Bobby that's Jack. a country oh, ass. Bobby, Bobby Jack, Bobby Jack Woods. Buddy, that's Bobby Jack's nephew's girlfriend, sister-in-law. <laughs> um, Sheriff Bob- I used to cut her grandma's grass. <laughs> Sheriff Bobby Jack Woods said his deputies will not be providing security for Country Music Act Corey Smith. I am adamantly opposed to anyone coming to Boyd County promoting anti-law enforcement rhetoric and sentiment, Woods said. I was informed about this in late December, and I said I would not be providing security. Ashland Police Chief Todd Kelly expressed his displeasure as well, saying he was disappointed an artist would write a song against the police. <laughs> like, right. never, hey, never been done in the history of popular music. <laughs> I, exactly. It's like, you can't try to ride, like, you can't be trying to ride, like, the NWA wave. Like, that happened, like, two decades ago. You know, that happened, like, 30 years ago, man. That's, Nobody cares anymore. No, that's, that's, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, just, it's absurd for, like, a thousand different reasons, but it's like... If, obviously, like, the police know that they don't exist to protect people anymore, and so they're just cutting out yeah. the bullshit, and they're just like, well, we're not going to do anything where our feelings might get hurt. But it is interesting, yeah. like, if we lived in the ideal world where police did what they were supposed to do, it's like, all speech should be protected. So if you have a song that's Fuck the Popo, like, you should exactly. still have to show up and do your fucking job. I mean, realize that's just part of it. Right, right, right. Exactly. I mean, I'm not saying I want them to come because they'll probably wind up like shooting 13 people on accident or something. <laughs> exactly. So it's like whatever, but you know, it's still absolutely absurd. Yeah. When the it people... just gives you an idea of like how highly they think of themselves, you know, like they're the dividing line between like anarchy and between like lawlessness and shit like that, you know. 
They're like, we're not going to show up to this concert. Like, good motherfucker, don't come. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're probably going to come in plain clothes and side a riot and say that it was uh, because they weren't there. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like uh, cops are just advertisers now. They're just trying to convince us they're worth, they're so, like, they are something. It, yeah, exactly. I don't even know if Corey Smith, the artist, like, if if that's even a big... Okay, first of all, I don't know who Corey Smith is, but if he's got a song called Fuck the Popo, that's pretty dope. I'm down with that. Is it uh, a country song? I gotta say, that's a welcome sea change for bro country, though. Yeah, seriously. I, I was about to say, if he's country, this is, he's stepping out. <laughs> he's stepping out <laughs> yeah, he's, from the bro he's, line. He's an island, man, in that in that world. He's um, <laughs> case. He's featured on such compli- compli- compilations as Mud Digger 1 and Mud Digger 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is this a guy that's like in Bubba Sparks' click? Yeah. <laughs> you know how he does that country rap stuff now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, hear that one video where it was a. We're going to have to pull bit. it up. He's, he's like uh, in the same milieu as like cross Canadian ragweed and like uh, Trent Tom. I mean, these are just like, they're just country boys. Um, but it is interesting that. I mean, who knows if he would even play that song? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a song. Oh, in so his he's rep- not even. It's not even confirmed that he was gonna play the song. He just has a song he just called "Fuck the Popo." Has right? a song. That's why they did whatever there. Yeah, someone so soft man. Someone tipped them off. Someone was like, "Hey, man, just letting you guys know, Corey Smith, he's got a song called Fuck the Popo.'" And they were like, "No." Man, for- for motherfuckers who like walk around with like guns and tanks and shit like that, they're so fucking soft, man. Yeah, um, I just want to say this. Uh, you know the aunties, the people who protest and harass uh, patients outside of abortion clinics? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they get pregnant and need an abortion and they call the abortion funds, those People who were harassing people in front of the clinic. Do you know what the abortion fund does? They fund their fucking abortion. (laughs) Yeah, regardless of their... Like, these fucking cops are insane people. They're actually getting paid. Right. Yeah. Yeah, if you could just sit there and, like, hear somebody hurl insults at you, but you get paid... I mean, that's what podcasting is, right? I get paid for this shit, bro. (laughs) (laughs) People call me all types of names, man. I do my fucking job. (laughs) Right, right. And you show up dutifully. (laughs) I'll clock the fuck in to take your crit. (laughs) That's what I showed up for. (laughs) you get to carry a gun, motherfucker. Stop complaining, man. Stop bitching. Shit. You are the softest little bitch alive. <laughs> this is interesting. And like, it wasn't even that big a deal. It just said "fuck you." Like, you, you, you never had, no, your cousin ain't never said "fuck you." <laughs> it, did, it, it wasn't like kill the popo. It is very <laughs> interesting. <laughs> it is a very interesting thing. Like, if someone had a song called like "fuck the accountants." And, like, you were an accountant, you'd probably be like, yeah, man, fuck the accounts. I fucking hate this goddamn job. Bunch of CPAs show up and, uh, and uh, pick at your concert. <laughs> See if I do that, motherfuckers, taxes. <laughs> I think, uh, can we do, like, a, a, a quick read through of the lyrics of this song? Yeah, we should. Uh, fuck the popo. Well, let, before we do that, let me give you the background for why it was written. Um. Okay. I think we probably just just gesture broadly. I think we got that part. <laughs> well, it's okay. Hold on. 
Corey Smith is his name, right? Uh, fuck the popo. All right. Um, he wrote the song in 2003. Oh, fuck it, almost 20 years ago. Wrote the song. Oh, or man. wait, wait. No, I'm sorry. The song at the center of the controversy was written about a 2003 roadblock in which Smith was arrested for disorderly conduct. The charges were subsequently thrown out. Since pinning the song, it has met its fair share of controversy. A venue in Chattanooga, Tennessee, pulled the plug on his set when he performed it in 2011. Jesus Christ. Um, Smith has gone on to state publicly he is friends with many officers and does not think all law enforcement is bad. Boo, come on, man, come on. Corey, you were doing so good. Well, you know what? Like all those, all the cops that are crying about anti-law enforcement sentiment and everything, are the same people that in the next breath say, "Oh, well, you can't, uh, you can't hold against somebody what they said twenty years ago." Yeah, right. <laughs> like somebody, like there's a tape of somebody saying the N word. Well, that cuts both ways, motherfucker. Exactly. That's what you think. You can't hold it against somebody that uh, eighteen, nineteen years ago they said fuck the popo. It was a different time than it was accepted. <laughs> um, oh, God. The fi- uh, it was let's normal. See. Wait, let's see the lyrics to this. I want to read the lyrics. Um, uh, blue lights flashing and they got traffic stopped and Highway 11's done turned into a permanent roadblock. I wasn't driving. <laughs> I wasn't driving. My wife was my DD and she hasn't drank a drop. Still got hassled by the JPD. And I said, hey, dude, can't you just leave her alone? She ain't done nothing wrong, man, and we just want to go home. Man, that's, I mean, like, I, I mean, this shit does, it's, it's, uh um, It does happen, and it fucking sucks. Yeah, I mean, um, and I was mad as hell thinking, fuck the popo, and they wonder why folks don't trust them no more. No mo. And I'm not going to let this go, no and I'm singing, fuck the popo. <laughs> So, so I got arrested just for speaking up, and that cop said, boy, the only right you have is to shut the fuck up. Now I'm a jailbird, <laughs> I've done time in the pen, and I've got a real messed up story to tell all, all my friends. Yeah, my name was in the newspaper in my hometown, they ruined my reputation because I didn't bow down. And now I'm at a cell singing, fuck the popo, and they wonder why <laughs> people don't trust them no more. Um... Anyways, that, your local newspaper will put your worst Facebook pictures in the paper. <laughs> they absolutely will. Yeah. They they think they they are an investigative tabloid. <laughs> is what they think. Right. And they, they if you've got a picture of you holding a gun on Facebook, bitch, you're done. <laughs> Listen, it's about to be a headline. It's the cover, the whole cover of the paper. Listen to this lyric. Listen to this lyric. My man Corey got a taste of um uh, what happens to the black underclass of this country? He said, now I understand why all, why all these rappers are mad. They must have been treated as badly as I have. <laughs> now I'm... Yeah. Jesus. He said, now I'm screaming now he's thug blue life. matter. <laughs> I just love that. I just love that. Like, not to say that what he what happened to him isn't bad and doesn't suck. You know what I mean? But like... You know, like you're comparing, like getting like harassed by the police. You know what I'm saying? Like getting like drugs planted on you and shit like that. To like a cop telling you to shut the fuck up. You know, well, at a roadblock. <laughs> it's interesting. I love it. I love it. This this song actually, I think you're right. It's not a comparison, Aaron, but I do think it's an interesting kind of lyrical exploration of the way the cops work. 
He said, um, <laughs> they're putting roadblocks in front of my house, man. I'm starting to feel like I live under the Taliban. Can't drive home <laughs> without a gun in my face. Thursday through Sunday, they're invading my space. And it's true. I mean, it's you can't. True, man. Man. Shit. In a way, Corey Smith was kind of the oracle, wasn't he? <clears throat> Corey, like what come policing on, Trump. would become <laughs> and be widely criticized for like today. Yeah, exactly, exactly. While using intersectionality, you know, while doing. I, right. I mean, not to say that <laughs> he was being not to say that stuff is like you know, uh, wasn't happening for time immemorial. But I'm just saying that yeah. feels like uh, feels timely in a way you don't really see in uh, this yeah. strain of the genre. Especially, it's it's country. Did we confirm it's a country song? It is apparently. I ain't yeah. heard it yet. I mean, let's see. This is. I mean, it's just. Corey's just uh, tossing up a little solidarity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Does that sound country to you, Tanya? fucking Taliban. Oh, am I the... Am I the You're the arbiter of country country music. (laughs) Is that sufficiently country for you? Uh (laughs) I mean, it's... um, The the interesting thing about this... um, is that I think this song is a pretty measured uh, criticism of the cops. Basically, like, what happened was he was driving home one night, his wife was sober, and he was shit-faced, and they started giving his wife a hard time, and he got mad about that, and they arrested him and sent him to jail. And he's basically, all he's saying is, like, you wonder why people don't trust you anymore, you wonder why all this shit is happening, like, look at what's happening, you can't go anywhere without a fucking gun being put in your face. Like... It's it's pretty mild, just observations about like the way the police function. But it's just like they got their panties in a fucking wand, and and decided like at this they're like not we're not we're not gonna provide security at this guy's concert now. Nope. From a song from two thousand three though, like that means that they had to like have searched like his discography or some shit and Dug found up. that song, man. Yeah, I guess. Well, this happened to him in 2003. It looks like this song is from 2008, but still, that's an old. I mean, no this is a long time ago. <laughs> like, God, man. What did they do about Bone Thugs and Harmony when they came there last week? Bone Thugs <laughs> <laughs> was Bone Thugs up in Ashland. Bone Thugs played Ashland. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> did they go out and offer something? Yeah. <laughs> did Bone Thugs have a personal escort through Ashland? I'm curious because Ashland's not necessarily what I'd call a hotbed for sort of live performance or anything like that. But yeah, they sure as hell were there. Well, they got the Paramount. That's a beautiful theater. I saw Loretta Lynn there. Is <laughs> that, that is played? a beautiful theater. That is a beautiful theater. <laughs> Sound like you owed the theater with that voice. <laughs> I should have thrown myself down the stairs. I could have owned it. <laughs> well, um, Cora, you have a freestanding invitation to the Trillbillies. Uh, if you yeah, want to come on, and Corey, come on. The if you want to tell your story, they suck so bad. We're gonna roast. <laughs> come 
get oh, roasted. Come on in. Come We've on never invited anybody to come get roasted on the show. I think it's a good idea, honestly. I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm not going to roast him. I think that he should be supported for um, talking shit about the cops. And I think he should stand his ground, man. Fuck these goddamn cops. Hey, was this a... Did he have a recent uh, comment in the article? No. Yeah, did they reach out to him? These are his lyrics. Yeah, these are his lyrics from 2018, from 2008. We ain't talked to the boy in 20 yeah. years. Does he still hate years. the police? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. It, um, if it, he it, comes it, out and says, "No, no, I love the cops. Sorry, guys. Please come to my show." And then we'll say, "Gotta go, Corey. Uh, uh, Zoom is freezing up." <laughs> Sorry, we lost you, Corey. We lost Corey. <laughs> Internet, honey. My Wi-Fi went down. Me. My bad, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, dog. <laughs> well, thanks. This was a great uh, conversation on policing with uh, country singer Corey Smith. <laughs> <laughs> the obvious choice for these things. <laughs> Uncle P on myself. It's like, it was like, you know, when Ja Rule was on MTV and they asked about 9-11. You can't call uh-huh. come on and talk about police. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect person. A paragon of country intersectionality, man. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh. still so sad y'all got mixed up in that fire festival <laughs> shit. <laughs> right? Like this great tragedy has happened, man, on this like geopolitical scale. And they ask you, what do you think about it? <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> yeah, damn. Well, at the very least, we can talk about mudding. Hey, I, I, I'm a, I'm a mudder from way back. I've, I've done my fair share of mudding. In uh, what's mudding? You know, is that like, mud wrestling? Yeah, mud wrestling. <laughs> yeah, mud wrestling. Okay. Mud digger. I'd like to see that, Terrence. Um, I used to, I used to envy the guys that had a mud and truck. That was like the high water mark of just, uh, you I, know. I just had like shit kicker friends in high school that would like take me with them, just to like, you know, see if they could like, um, you know, see if like the nerdy skinny guy would get really unnerved, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like being, uh, yeah, I don't, you know, like they look at those like four wheel drive trucks and like fucking drive them through like, you know. Mud pits yeah. and shit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like badass shit to see yeah. if you could like hang. Yeah. yeah. Um, scared pussy. I hung. <laughs> I, I was. I was down, man. <laughs> Sounds pretty. Whoever was smoking weed in their truck. That's where I'd go. Mm, oh yeah. Uh, well, that was pretty interesting um so uh so yeah but i guess they're still gonna have the concert because the um the guy who like booked it and organized it and everything he he's just gonna hire out a private security firm with like <coughs> off-duty cop that like staffs op- off-duty cops mm. and so- that's that's interesting actually man and it's kind of made me think i mean you don't got to get into it but it's made me think like the future of policing and like I mean, yeah, police are getting money, but I mean, there are a lot of police departments, too, where like, you know, like the resources, like, I mean, people don't give a fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, they talk about funding the police and they're pro-police, but I mean, you have local police departments that are like, I don't want to say suffering, I don't want to use that word to, from their point of view, they're suffering, but it's just like, 
Yo, you live in a system where you could just hire out a private police force. Well, I think most concerts do that anyways. And in fact, now that I think about it, I think that the actual police very rarely provide security for any concerts, period. So, like, this is just a stunt, really. Yeah. Yeah. And when they did... It's just a whiny baby tail. It's just a whiny... Exactly. exactly. (laughs) But, I mean, even when they did, like, Astroworld, man, like, the cops fucking weren't there to do the things they were supposed to do, you know, to keep it safe and shit. Right, right. That's because Satan was. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's always watching out. Let that be a lesson to you. I kind of need to know if this is all happening, going down at the Paramount Theater. What, this show? I don't don't see. Yeah. Is that the Paramount? Where's that? I don't think it's at the... Is it? Damn, I already closed the fucking... I already closed it. <gasps> Winona Judd's gonna be at the Paramount in June. My God, boy, does she we really are just homecoming music show again, ain't we? No, it's at the Boyd yeah. County Convention and Arts Center. I don't know if that's the same oh, thing as the shit. Paramount or what. No, I ain't been there. Winona. Hey man, live concerts again. You have to move People on from the pandemic. That. Apparently. Um. Uh, well, anyways, that uh, they could just they could just book. What they could do is they could just book book Kid Kentucky. Um, do you know who Kid Kentucky is? No, is that see like the Kid rapper. Like... <laughs> what he is is he is a Kid Rock lookalike. Um, he uh. <laughs> he um. Sounds and looks exactly like Kid Rock, but he's Kid Kentucky. There's it's one like in the every state. That's why he's. That's why he's named so. Right. There's a kid Alabama, They've, a kid Rhode Island, kid Georgia. <laughs> you got a kid yeah. New York, kid New Jersey, <laughs> kid New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> kid Vermont. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They got a. They got a dude uh, who's a Drake lookalike man, and that's what he does. He gets paid out by like venues to go to parties and look like Drake. Yeah. Have y'all ever uh, went to Instagram and typed in hashtag white Drake? No. Nah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Thank me later. There's <clears throat> a bunch of motherfuckers that look like a thumb that, like, oh, saying that they're the white Drake. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, shit. Um... Well, uh, okay. There's a few. There's like so many things to talk about this week. It's almost unreal. Like there's so many things. I don't even know we, where to we start. We gonna do buffet style again? Yeah, we gonna go dim sum again. We could do that. Um. Um. So I mean, I don't. I don't even know where to begin. So there, like the very first thing I guess that comes to mind is on the show last week I wanted to talk about the Marco Rubio um, pro-labor bill, but that's old news by this point. Do we even want to talk about that? Mm. Is there even anything there we could talk about? Mm. That's the one. What else else we got? It feels like Russian roulette. Yeah, what else we got? There's Dolly Parton um, pledging to give all of her employees 
free community college, even though people already get free community college in Tennessee, <laughs> but like people, <laughs> people celebrated it like benevolent Dolly was. Uh, well, now Terrence, people coming straight out of high school can get free community college. Not everybody. Oh, that's true. My bad. Um, well, then that's good. Th- th- we She's pay. This is just another perk to. Uh, live out your retirement working for Dollywood. Did we pull Dolly mm-hmm. to the left? <laughs> no. we, yeah, we put. No, we pulled. I don't Dolly think we left. have. Uh, uh, jury's out. I'd say. I can change her. <laughs> well, Tom, you wrote that article. You did change it. You wrote that article. You did change it. It was Tom's right? article. He did. Uh huh. Uh-huh. She read that. Should have felt bad about herself. Good man. job, Tom. God, getting the goods. <laughs> Getting the goods. Yeah. He got the goods. You're well. You're welcome, employees of Dolly. What I'm the reason? Now, now we have to go to school. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm the reason you got to pull summer classes at Sevier County Community College now. Yeehaw. Uh, yeah, damn. <laughs> oh man, Jesus Christ. Um. So there's the Dolly thing. Uh, our Congressman Hal Rogers um, hit the national <laughs> news for once. Come on. Um, okay. For what the hell, dude? He, he was getting on a train with his fellow Congresswoman. Um, what's her name? Betty something. Uh, do you guys know? No, I hadn't heard this. You hadn't I heard like, this, I like where it's going. No, I like where this is going. Keep going. Wow. I'm intrigued. Okay. Um, Did he get his ass kicked on the subway? <laughs> get his ass beat on Joyce, the Joyce Beatty. Joyce Beatty. She told. Uh, she did. She she almost did kick his ass, and it was pretty funny. There's there's video of it like after it happened. Um, but what happened was they were getting on a the train, and um, and she asked him to put his mask on, and he poked her in the back, and she said, "Don't touch me," and he said, "Kiss my ass." And um, and she fucking motherfucker. She, she's she's like, black, right? Yeah, she's black. And she <laughs> yeah. told him off. She was like, "You picked the wrong woman, like for that." Like she like. There's like a video. <laughs> the wrong woman. There's a video of it, like of her telling him off, and it's pretty satisfying. Like, um, Why is so it, it, was, he... it wasn't some rando on the train. It was the the congresswoman. Yeah, she was like, "I'll drag you in front of ethics and everything." Like, this is um, like I'll drag you on this train. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I will drag you. Up and down the aisle. I'm dragging you into court. Why? Why is it that these motherfuckers, like these portly or either like gangly motherfuckers, always would have fuck with an older black woman? Man, you don't do it, dude. Bro, that's <laughs> you, you don't do it, man. What an illustrious legacy, man. You've just built prisons, and the first time you made a national headline in years is because you accosted a black woman. <laughs> My God. Imagine this motherfucker. Jesus, man. Oh, so rich and powerful. I'm telling you, this, <sighs> this FEMA situation has fucked me up, and fucking thinking about how Rogers makes me want to fight somebody so bad. I'm sure her ass was like, I've literally been waiting on this my whole life, bitch. You just touched yeah, me. I'm about try to me. own you, mother. Try me. <laughs> Laid one finger on me. You're fucking done. She. <laughs> yeah, she was pretty measured. I mean, if he would have done that to me, it would have been an uppercut. <laughs> Bop. Yeah. 
Terrence's gangly ass. Yeah. <laughs> I would climbed him like a tree. I would have. Yeah, I would have found the strength to take him at least a few feet off the ground. Wow. <laughs> 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 I cannot believe he touched her. This motherfucker is really senile. <laughs> that is Holy that man. is brazen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean to lay hands on somebody like that's. I, I mean, he's got to be sundowning a little bit. Yeah, he. You know, he, that's even for his standard. That's a little out there. He he probably doesn't even remember. He's eighty four. I mean, he's he is a fossil. He is ancient. Like he's so fucking old. Um. But yeah, she could have literally just tripped him and ended him right there. I know he would have shattered on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> he hit the ground, exploded or something. Just dust. He just yeah, he would have crumbled the fucking dust. Yeah, that's what. That's the people that are ruining our lives. They could be taken down with a fucking <laughs> spit wad. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you just blow it up and they kill over. Right. You. That is that is an interesting <laughs> thing. Like. You wouldn't even need the Lee Harvey Oswald with the rifle in the, you know, book depository. <laughs> you could just hit them with a straw and a spitball and their fucking head would explode. Th that's how old they are. <laughs> <laughs> One drink of McDonald's Sprite in this motherfucker. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. One uh, goddamn fizzy water going down the wrong pipe and we're out of this nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since Tom used his mic cord to try to hang himself, I can't. <laughs> I'm like, we really could just do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, damn, man. I wonder if he has, has uh, well, it's not his district. I'm sure not. I wonder if any of these motherfuckers have inquired about why only 14% of aid requests to FEMA out of fucking tornado row in kentucky have been approved yeah fucking two months later and these motherfuckers no instead the they're go ahead time my bad go ahead no instead they're poking women on the motherfucking train <laughs> i got a damn fema check from the bush administration for <laughs> for my fucking uh uh living room carpet getting wet and during a flooding thing it wasn't even no damage or nothing. It was just dried right out. But they still sent me a FEMA check. Damn. People missed their inspections because their literal home is gone. They missed their inspections. <laughs> it's just hypocritical, man. Like these people complain about government and shit like that, but when like the institutions aren't doing their jobs, right? They have nothing to say. There's nothing left. What is this government is useless. It's mm -hmm. be, it's it's not <laughs> there's not even a shred of fucking anything they left. They can't do accountability, nothing. not even accountability, man. They can't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> what is the fucking point? <laughs> I I just Oh man. Hotels are the only housing we have. Mm. We can't even fucking house people. <laughs> <laughs> sick freaks. You said it's been like three months. God damn, man. Um, well, what can, what's come of this? Is he going to? Is he getting took to the ethics committee? 
I don't know. Is she suing his ass? I think it's ongoing. I think this is an ongoing story. So I know she did a press release. I didn't I didn't listen to it, but I know she got on the news the other night and was talking about it. Yeah, I saw her on CNN and yeah. uh, Where's she from? What's her district? I don't know. Um I'm afraid to let's see here. Ay ay ay. Um I don't I know. I mean, I'm, while we're talking about sick cops <laughs> and sick old bastards. <laughs> Uh, Ohio. I don't know where. Oh. What were you going to say? Oh, okay. That we have, Letcher County, we have our own uh, sheriff disaster tale in the paper this week. Or last week. Um, I think Columbus, her her district is part of Columbus, Ohio. Mm. So. Mm. Street fight. I love that. She's she's street fight uh, territory. Go on street fight. Yeah, do it, Joyce Bay. <laughs> yeah, right. Go on street, street fight. <laughs> Hit up the homies. Joyce. Um, what else you got for us, Terrence? Uh, okay. Well, you got. There's a few. There's a few different articles we could do. One that, in, okay. So obviously there was one going around that was kind of funny. Uh, it was op-ed in the Los Angeles Times, uh, Who Are You Calling a Warmonger? by James Kerchick. Uh, that guy is an idiot and a half, uh, but he's, um, I don't know, I read it. It's kind of funny. Then there's, uh, but, but he's, but I agree with him in this. But I agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> he's this an idiot guy's half, completely he moronical, but he makes some cogent <laughs> points. <laughs> Um, I hope somebody says that's about me one day. <laughs> yeah, an idiot, but logical. Um, then there's a story in NPR about how if you're white and you use the gender or the race neutral emoji, it means you're uh, privileged. Wow, the yes, so the yellow one is a sign of white privilege. The yellow one's a sign of white privilege. So I thought it was the Sampsons. Just a heads up, dog. Just a heads up. Don't so you you won't be out here using the yellow. Don't do it. Don't do it. If don't you're it. white, you better be using the goddamn white emoji. Oh, or you will be canceled. I, mean, I always, that, I always like the whites that go a little too Arab slash Latino with their thumbs up just because they're like scared to embrace the <laughs> white thumb oh uh, bro I, I mean like i had a boss man uh and before i got the job it was at a diner like a restaurant place before i got the job i had to do a phone call with him and text and shit like that uh-huh. actually it's before the phone call even so i didn't even know what he sounded like um and the manager that referred me at my old job didn't tell me what he looked like he was a white dude so when I was texting him, man, he was using the black, like brown thumbs up emoji and shit. So I, was, I was like, I was like, yo, I was like, yo, this is a brother, man. I was like, it's a brother, man. And then like I heard his voice. I was, just, I was like, bro, wow. like, why are you trying to Trojan horse me, man? Like I don't care if you black or white. I'm gonna work at the job anyway, motherfucker. I need money. Like Jesus Christ. Was it? Was it some sorry to bother you shit, or was he like really just a white guy? He was really just a white guy, man. <laughs> you had really my, weird views, but yeah, man. My boss at KVEX sent me a black fist one time in my cheek. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. God damn it. <laughs> right? 
like my landlord man making it. six figures running like, fucking school shit. My landlord that much of an ally bit. My landlord hits me with that Mexican thumbs up every time I give her money for rent. <laughs> <laughs> like a little too much melanin on that, sir. You're gonna yeah, have to. Yeah, for a fifty-something blonde lesbian, <laughs> white blonde lesbian. Yes, she got a tan in bed. <laughs> no, God, I've been looking on realtor websites and shit, and mm. pick pictures of people's homes with all their shit in it. It's so interesting, <laughs> and so many house more than you would think houses have tanning bedrooms. Really? A room with a tanning bed. <laughs> I mean, not that I would ever get in one of those, but just the concept is terrifying, man. <laughs> like, what if that shit fritzes out? Um, well, we could we could read that one. That's kind of the one I'm more partial to, but actually this... With that yellow emoji one? Yeah, but this one actually oh, yeah. seems kind of good, too. This is in the Washington Post. Blue suburban moms... Or blue, you know, like is in Democrat. Dem- blue suburban moms are mobilizing... Not blue fugits. Not the blue fugits, no. <laughs> They, okay. they drink in two. They drink colloidal <laughs> silver. Uh, blue suburban moms are mobilizing to counter conservatives in fights over masks, book bans, and diversity education. Um, this is about a. This is about a group called Red Wine and Blue of three hundred thousand liberal suburban moms. <laughs> so, so these these are like the analog to the conservative moms that we covered last week when we talked about them trying to ban the Edward. So it's Blue Bagger versus Red Bagger. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of. Yes, <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, I'm doubt for that one. I don't. I don't know. What do you guys think? What what sounds? Which of those sounds more most interesting to you? Honestly, the yellow emoji would be it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really like into the emoji say. one. And mostly because I just, I'm like, I'm thinking that my landlord would be the target audience for it. So I want to see if she adjusts her behavior when rent's due next <laughs> month. Yeah, I'm going to send my old boss this episode. I'm going to see if she goes yellow and remains on the side of the oppressor. Or if she goes <laughs> white and is, you know, more realistic. <laughs> I would just send it to my old boss. Be like, bro, I'm gonna call you in, man. I'm not calling you. I'm calling you in. Just listen. To uh-huh. <laughs> just a little heads up, bro. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let's let's see here. Um, NPR. Which skin color emoji should you use? The co- answer can be more complex than you think. <laughs> um, this article has three authors, and anytime you see an article with three authors or more than like, one author, <laughs> like <laughs> you, you're getting some some interesting shit. Uh, Heath Rosella identifies as three quarters white and one quarter Filipino. When texting, he chooses a yellow emoji instead of a skin tone option because he feels it doesn't represent any specific ethnicity or color. He doesn't want people to view his texts in a particular way. He wants to go with what he sees as the neutral option and focus on the message. I present as very pale, very light-skinned, and if I use the white emoji, I feel like I'm betraying the part of myself that's Filipino. He said, um, but if I use a darker color emoji, which maybe more closely matches what I see when I look at my whole family, it's not what the world sees and people tend to judge that. In 2015, five skin tone options became available for hand gesture emojis in addition to the default Simpsons-like yellow. Choosing one can be a simple texting shortcut for some, but for others, it opens a complex conversation about race and identity. I used oh to my God! 
Let me ask y'all a question. Let me ask y'all a question. We've trafficked enough in the NGO world between all of us and campaigns and stuff. Really, give me an over-under of how many tough conversations have had about the skin tones of the emojis. Because if it's more than just like some jokesy banter, a la what we're doing right now, all these motherfuckers need to be like, Blocked and reported and shut down, and like their assets seized by some authority. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not usually on the side of the state, but I would welcome their assets being seized. Right. I'm an abolitionist, never, but all right. They should have never gave these whites money. <laughs> but like, just the person who, before they respond with an emoji, has like a crisis of racial identity. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? You should be locked up in a padded roof for the rest of your life, man. Get the fuck out of here. Um, I used the line on Sheila last weekend. I said, Mom, the people need to be left in rooms with drains and never checked on again. <laughs> 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 I, um, I'm, I think I... I think I speak for the entire jaundice community when I say that we should have <laughs> banned the yellow emoji. <laughs> uh, Aaron, were you going to say something a second ago, right before? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Um, all right. I used the brown one that matches me, said Sarai Cole, an opera singer in Germany. I have some friends who use the brown ones too, but they are not brown themselves. This confuses me. Cole is originally from California and identifies as black and an American descendant of slavery. She said that while she was not offended when a non-brown friend used a dark emoji, she would like to understand why. I think it would be nice if it, it yeah, I think it'd be nice if it is their default, but if they're just using it with me or other brown people, I would want to look into that deeper and know why they're doing that. Um I use the default What a horribly embarrassing thing to get like, "Hey, could we just like See all your like text where you use the emoji, and you just like color coded it to the person you're talking to. That would be that would be, be hilarious for us, but it would be awful. Man. I mean, that's its own form of racism, right? Like, right. Like the same boss that I'm telling you about, man. I'm talking so much shit about this motherfucker. It doesn't matter. He's listening to the show. But like one time, this this was during the airport ban. I'm just dragging his ass. This is during the airport ban, man. Like during the protests, right? When they Uh were banning people, Trump is banning people from coming in from certain seven Muslim countries. And this, uh, these two Muslim women came in and they were in their like hijabs and stuff, right? And this motherfucker walks up to them on like middle of Sunday brunch and says, I want you to know that you're welcome here and here's a gift card. Uh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're signaling them out to try to perform anti, like, at, I don't right. know, at that point, I guess it's not anti-racism. I know what the fuck it is. Just to be performative, but it's like, actually, motherfucker, that's even more racist of you right. to do Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? You oh, are basically goodness. essentializing them. Like, what you are exactly. is you're boiling their entire identity down to exactly. just that. And exactly. People or are complex, right? Right. Like the, <laughs> that. Here's said, if any know. restaurateurs feel bad about uh, the heavy foot of the British crown being on my people from the <laughs> islands, then <laughs> feel free to give me a gift certificate. <laughs> the island. <laughs> um, I I want to I want to know I want to talk about what do you think people are most using the hand emojis for you think it's just a thumb up thumb down situation 
Yeah, I think what, like do what do y'all use hand emojis yeah. for? I use that. I use the, you know, hang ten. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I use the, the bicep, the, the bicep. arm one. <laughs> no, like, well, see, there's, <laughs> there's a robot arm bicep Gains. now. <laughs> oh, shit. What I do. Oh, a robot one? Yeah. I do the hang yeah, ten yeah. a lot, too. And I go up a shade if it's like May through August, and I go down a shade during the fall and winter months. <laughs> so you correlate you correlate your emoji skittle use with how my base weather. tan looks. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I can't fault that. That's accurate. It's man. it's the only you know it's the only uh, accurate way to do it. Uh, <laughs> After a night of hard drinking, it's the yellow months, the yellow hang ten. Um. Jennifer Epperson from Houston identifies as black and said she changed her approach depending on who she was talking to. I used the default emoji, the yellow-toned one for professional settings, and then I used dark brown emoji for friends and family. I just don't have the emotional capacity to unpack race relations in the professional setting. And um, then we get a new subheader here. Is the yellow emoji really neutral? A 2018 study... (laughs) published by the University of Edinburgh, looked at the use of different skin tone emojis, what is referred to as modified emojis, on Twitter to find out if the modifiers contributed to self-representation. Alexander Robertson, an emoji researcher at Google, an emoji emoji researcher. (laughs) Somebody gets paid at Google, Google. bro. (laughs) This dude... This dude works from home. He makes about I don't know three four hundred thousand dollars a year, maybe more. Uh-huh. Uh And he has a take home uh, COVID testing kit. Uh-huh. He can test himself endlessly. Uh-huh. He, t- he tests himself maniacally all day long. Uh-huh. He can test himself for COVID every hour on the hour. And then he sends a hang ten that he sends to Nick. All clear, all clear, baby. All wavy gravy over here. Um, he is. Do y'all ever use the chef, the chef one? That's like the chef's kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After much debate, my group chat has decided that's the fisting emoji. Is the fisting emoji? Yeah. I thought you were to say like fisting emoji. <laughs> and it also like, means delicious sorry. in Italian. Delicious. So. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought you meant it's like anti-Italian. We decided that this was an <laughs> anti-Italian emoji. <laughs> Yeah, if you put if you use that emoji and it's just white, like that's some cultural appropriation, you know? Because like yeah, it's exactly. not olive toned, it's not olive toned Mediterranean, you know. Um, okay, Alexander Robertson, an emoji researcher at Google and PhD candidate involved in the study, said the emoji modifiers were used widely, but it was people with darker skin who used them in higher proportions and more often. After another look at Twitter data, Andrew McGill, then writer for The Atlantic, found that some white people may stick with the yellow emoji because they don't want to assert their privilege by adding a light-skinned emoji to a text or to take advantage of something that was created to represent diversity. Perhaps, like Heath Rosellid, they don't want to think about how their message could be interpreted. But Zara Rahman, a researcher and writer in Berlin, argues that the skin tone emojis make white people confront their race as people of color often have to do. For example, she, she shared Sarai Cole's confusion when someone who is white uses a brown emoji, so she asked some friends about it. 
One friend who is white told me that it was because he felt that white people were overrepresented in the space that he was using the emoji, so he wanted to kind of try and even the playing field. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> bro, 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 just say Not you've been to Miami. Not enough <laughs> <laughs> I saw a need. That's fascinating. That person's rationale is fascinating. It's like... No, I'm trying to like you know. It's like there's too yeah, many. I'm white. gonna help out Team Black. I'm gonna help <laughs> out Team Black. Sales, bro. Help I'm out Team Black. I'm, hey, I'm not looking for a pat on the back. I'm just doing my part. <laughs> I just trying to fix the game. It. I wasn't even gonna mention it. <laughs> <laughs> trying to fix the game in favor of my brothers and sisters, man. That's it. I respect it, man. <laughs> for me, it does signal a kind of lack of awareness of your white privilege in many ways. Raman, who in 2018 wrote the article for the Daily Dot, the problem with emoji skin tones that no one talks about, also challenges the view that the yellow emoji... Uh, Let me stop you just for a second. (laughs) Anytime, anytime, listen, I just want to say this to all of you right now. Anytime we ever feel bad about ourselves on this program, like we're not doing a good job, or like we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel content, Mm -hmm. just... Remember that somebody gave this man probably a couple hundred bucks or something to write a think piece about the race implications of the emojis. Well, I believe it's a woman, so you've misgendered them already. Sorry. Also challenges the view that the yellow emoji, similar to the characters from The Simpsons, is neutral because on that show... There were yellow people, and there were brown people, and there were black people. She said there was a default in society to associate whiteness with being raceless, and the emojis gave white people an option to make their race explicit. I completely hear some people are just exhausted from having to do that. Many people of color have to do that every day and are confronted with race every day, Raman said. But for many white people, they've been able to ignore it, whether that's subconsciously or consciously their whole lives. Yeah, I I agree. The thing is, is I'm just not convinced that emojis is the best way to like, uh, absolutely even like, this a- or repair. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Anyways, I'm I not mean, sure I'm, this is the arena where you where you battle that out and sort that out. This is this is this is not worthy to enter the marketplace of ideas. <laughs> what I'm saying. We just want health care and to abolish the police. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these like, aren't these aren't big requests. As a, as a delegate of the black community, black people don't care about emojis, man. <laughs> like, you don't give a shit about this. Delegate. <laughs> you know don't care funny? about this. What's funny about this? What about Android users where this is like, or like people with like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, where this just doesn't even factor into the equation. Or you got a flip phone. Or you, you got a brick. Maybe, you know, you're on hard times, <laughs> and you've got one of those burner phones you have to add minutes to every every couple days exactly <laughs> yeah. that's what you got to go back to the race neutral emoticons man you mm-hmm. know like a comma you know what i mean like smiley face. oh yeah <laughs> yeah like parentheses and shit yeah <laughs> three less than um now if you could find a way to be racist with uh you know <laughs> emoticons <laughs> good luck that's a new frontier <laughs> <laughs> Three weeks, somebody else gonna write an article about how emoticons are racist. Yeah. How bringing, bringing emojis was a new frontier in like racial we, progress. We were afraid to speak up during the emoticon era. <laughs> <laughs> now we can't be silent. Now anymore. we won't be. <laughs> yeah, Tanya, now we won't be silent anymore. <laughs>
<laughs> Shit. Um, Raman admits there's no specific answer to all the questions about emoji use, but said it was an opportunity <laughs> to think about how people want to represent their identities. I think it's more one of those places where we just have to think about who we are and how we want to represent our identities, she said. And maybe it does change depending on the season, depending on the context. You're <laughs> depending on the season. It's it's your thing, Tom. It's yeah. Hey, that's. And <laughs> I hit the beach. That that's um. So that's actually the end of the article. Uh, but that's how I let people know I've been on vacation. <laughs> yeah, the tan emoji. <laughs> yeah, tan it up, tan it. Darken a little bit. <laughs> well, I do like the implication here, though, that if you don't use, that if you are white and you are using the yellow emojis, you're doing a racism, basically. Like, by, you you're are racism. I, it's just you're ignoring your privilege. This is like one thousand percent. I could see something becoming like a topic du jour in Sierra Club. Like I know this is like making the rounds, oh, and yeah. like there's gonna be a ton of like admin people that are like, "I'm gonna adjust my behavior." I just like to acknowledge my oh, privilege. And someone's getting called. Someone's funds. getting seized. The funds. Yeah, someone's <laughs> getting called out. Fired over this article. Some someone's getting called out for their use of too many of the yellow thumbs up in a email. <laughs> yeah. yeah like they're getting like uh like this in their inbox in the morning like sending it to all the employees the people that work there and shit like that mm-hmm. you, know? you can't hide behind that yellow forever dave <laughs> <laughs> uh, well this is weird i mean as um jacob Bacharach pointed out on twitter zira Rahman is actually just um, an employee at a nonprofit. Like, I don't think she was even involved in this study. Mm. Um, I don't think she's an emoji director of emoji and empath studies at Google or anything, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Empath studies. (laughs) Just some rando. Oh, God, man. Shit, man. I don't know. Do people really not have anything better to do with their time? I mean, imagine if that's the thing you research. You just pour over Twitter data. Like, that's grim. What if... reads that stuff anyway? What if the only person that was... The only archetype that was meant to use the yellow emojis were the people that say, I don't see race. <laughs> not even the anti-racist the people that don't see racism. well yeah. i think that's the implication i think the implication is that um if you use the yellow emoji you kind of kind of how like you know like six or seven years ago um everybody was like you had the you you know white people did these like struggle sessions like I'm racist. I'm so racist. Yeah. Oh my god! Like they like kind of had this idea that like you have this sort of uh, core c- cerebral cortex mm. within you that is really racist, and that you have to sort of excise like an organ. You have to kind of cut it out of you, like yeah. a, with a scalpel or whatever. Like I think they're what they're saying is that like the lobotomy. Oh yeah, you lobotomize mm-hmm. the racist part of your brain. <laughs> the racist. It's like self-flagellation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think what they're saying is that, like, this is kind of an an extension of that or a function of that. Mm. Like, when you use the yellow emoji, what you're saying is that you endorse the idea that whiteness is the neutral 
mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, it sounds kind of profound and like, like, I mean, it's, it's right. Like in the sense that like mm. white supremacy does kind of rest on the assumption that like white is the neutral, you know, it's the like, default. Yeah. It's a default and whatever and everything. Mm. But it, again, it's like, these are just, they're just like modern hieroglyphics. They're just ways to, yeah, like, exactly. you know what I mean? Like it's, I mean, you can't look that deep into them. <laughs> like, they're well, just, I mean, like, she it just seems like, off. it just seems like, in, not an excuse, like a conscious effort, but like, I mean, you could talk about like white supremacy and like anti-blackness and systemic racism, like through a host of different ways, you know, healthcare or just like the incarceration system. I mean, just all these different socioeconomic factors. But to choose something like that's literally aesthetic where it's just like these symbols and signifiers of a certain mood or emotion and to pack so much into that to like dissect it like it's just like yo like people would be like yeah america needs to have a conversation about race a real conversation but i don't even know what that means but if it means anything that shit can't happen because motherfuckers are writing articles like this you know what i mean yeah (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) Like, the, fuck, the news were down bad. The news is down bad. Yeah, it really Real is. Bad. Tommy. It, it really is. It's so, it's so down. <laughs> well, what it is is they finally got the perfect situation because this finally allows them to police interactions and conversations at the micro level. Like, because we finally got to that point where, like, you know all ever at least these people anyways all of their conversations take place over this thing like they don't have real friends in the real world like it's all takes place over this and so they think that's like the metric for both determining a person's like racism as if it is like a kind of numerical value but also like how you solve it and like treat it and so it's like for them, it's you know it's the perfect situation. It's just like no, now we can intervene in people's lives at this sort of micro level, and there and I feel bad for people that work in nonprofits because this will be the thing that has like, this will be the thing that like they have to start doing. I mean, because like nobody out in the real world is gonna like take any of that seriously. No, nobody's <laughs> so, gonna, nobody in real world is reading that shit. It's just like they right. atomize it and take it away from all like material context. So it's just all about individual behavior and interpersonal reactions instead of like changing anything systemic. Like, yes. oh, if we all used emojis <laughs> that reflected our racial identity in the fucking crayon box of race, well, you know what I'm saying? Like racial dude, colors. You know that's what I mean? kind like, of, that, I mean, like by that logic, like that's why that that white dude in this story is not totally off. Because if that is true, <laughs> like then it could all just be solved by more white people using more black emojis. Like if. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what's hilarious about that's this? The it's that's the math. Sa- it's, it's these same NGO grunts that like do all these like tokenizing measures, you know, to like black folks and you know different folks of color that like will contort themselves into such a weird position with shit like this, and not realizing it contradicts everything that you like are preaching about like inclusivity and exactly. all, yeah. all, all the other like ngo buzzwords you know what i mean the highest ranking officials in this country showed up in kente cloths what are you supposed to oh <laughs> yo every time <laughs> I that, was that, that, was, that was so like, dope what do you think, what's going on here <laughs> that's uh, where we're at 
something happened psychically when 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 Nancy Pelosi <laughs> and Chuck Schumer took a knee in the Kente Clause. I, it unleashed a force that we just we don't know what we're dealing with, really. Like some yeah. sort of like sea dragon or something is doing something. <laughs> It's like some butterfly effect shit. Like that's gonna change the course of history. Uh, it's like a God. turning point. <laughs> yeah, like the adjustment <laughs> bureau. God, God damn. Man. Shit, man. That's pretty crazy. Um. Well, uh. So, you know. Also, yeah. Anyways, that's NPR. I lo- I fucking love what NPR has become. It's it rules. <laughs> It's like you're gonna get stories like that sandwiched in between, like how, in between stories of how much rape Fidel Castro was like a racist and a homophobe. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. like yeah. NPR yeah. fucking rules. It is the most brain warped shit imaginable. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like uh, they'll beat the war drums for American Empire, and then the next story they'll talk about like. How if you like uh, horsey sauce from Arby's, that signals something troubling about like <laughs> your racial biases and stuff like that. Like some Malcolm Gladwell like shit, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, God damn. God damn. <laughs> well, I'm glad we did that. I was kind of a little, I was bummed. My, my was, I was feeling more. I was feeling more like I wanted to do blue suburban moms, but we'll talk. We can talk about that on the Patreon because I've got some anecdotal evidence to go along with that one um, mm. that I can't put on the main feed. So uh, we can we'll hit that on the Patreon. That seems like a good oh, one. Yeah. I mean, red wine and blue. That that's yeah. hell that doesn't yeah. even sound real. That sounds like a bit, man. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a real thing. Just three hundred suburban moms, just like. Fucking storming the goddamn state capital. It's like the Visigoths. Like, ah, they're coming. Wait, there's. It's red, white, and blue because they're white. Wine. No red wine, right? Red so wine. They and oh, the wine mom thing. God. <laughs> it's red wine and blue. I'd imagine that. Uh, we thought we'd saw the last of Pantsuit Nation, but we were mistaken. <laughs> oh no, we we have not. No, never, <laughs> never. Uh, the girl boss machine ain't that loving up, man. They ain't never letting up. No, never. No. Um, well, uh, that probably bad does it for us for the day. If you'd like to go and support us on Patreon, please feel free to go do so. Uh, actually, I'm going to do an Oral Roberts style. If you don't <laughs> donate to the Patreon, God's going to call me home. <laughs> 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 we need to raise $4 million, I'm told, or God's going to call me home. <laughs> I can't even believe that motherfucker did that. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome. It's gonna call me up. <laughs> you imagine the person that's like, "My God, I better go give him twenty dollars, or Brother Earl's going to die." <laughs> Are you gonna be watching the um, Cincinnati Boys this weekend? Oh yeah, yeah. Where, what? I'm a since you, you know I've I have become Cincinnati pilled. I'm fucking Cincinnati pill. Oh, you talking about the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl, like in the yeah. last, in the last, just in the last, like I guess three, three years or so. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about 
pulling up roots and just moving this entire operation mm. to fucking Cincinnati. Why don't we go to Cincinnati? <laughs> We're all moving to Cincinnati. Yeah. If it's said that uh, uh, Pittsburgh's the Paris of Appalachia, it's, what's Cincinnati? The Lajubajana? No. How do you say the Slovenian <laughs> capital? <laughs> it's Venice. It's Venice. It stays flooded. I, I'd say for me, the it's streets. It's me- it's got to be Mecca. It's some kind of like you know, <laughs> it's Mecca, some sort of like religious significance. Yes, the holy site. <laughs> oh shit! Dude. I, I I have you heard? Don't they say people from Ohio or um uh, people who broke down trying to get to Detroit or something? <laughs> what is the what's the joke? <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> Hillbillies. Hillbillies that broke down. Right. Hillbillies that broke right. down yeah, trying right, to get right, to Detroit right. Rocks. <laughs> right. I support Ohio. Ohio's tight as hell. Man, there, I, I said even... it. It took me It took me a long time to come around to it, but I support Ohio. Hey, what we ought to do is move to J.D. Street. Move to his gated community. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Ohio fucking rules. They got all those mounds. Hell yeah. I'm, try- I'm trying to... Um, yeah, I'm trying to take back the mounds. Not me personally. I'm just an ally to the indigenous people trying to take back the mounds. But I think they need yeah, to be. Like, I think they need to be returned to the indigenous people. And uh, why stop there? Let's just do all of it. Just do all the land. <laughs> just go ahead and do it all. Why stop with the mounds, Sharon? Cincinnati is tight yeah. though. It's a gorgeous architecture. I mean, like there's. I, people are like nothing ever goes on in places like that. It's like come on, it's nice, cool ass city. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like as a giving away my city boy roots. Like I'm always like, yo, what are people doing in places like Cincinnati or Ohio as a state in general? You know, I thought you were gonna drop a bomb on us. Say you're you born in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Just letting y'all know I was born in Cincinnati. Down there. <laughs> like, I'm, like you know, being from New York, it feels like the center of the world, man. But uh, yeah, Tom, I, I bet you're right. Cincinnati, I, I bet Cincinnati's know, got some dope shit. What's gonna happen in that town if the Bengals win this Super Bowl? What's gonna happen? What's gonna come of Cincinnati? <laughs> oh my God, It'll be on fire. Good times. They'll set. They will set it ablaze. Probably win fire. or lose, I'll say. I hope they. Whatever win. happens, I'll be rooting for them. That's for sure. You rooting for them? Yeah. Wait, who are they playing? See, anytime, I don't even know who are they playing against. <clears throat> anytime Rams, Terrence is Los out Angeles. in support of sports Rams. ball, you know it's a big deal. <laughs> 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 Big time. There's greater implications true. for this game than meets the eye. Yeah. Socio political ramifications. Okay, Tom, can we get uh can we get the breakdown on the Patreon? Let's have uh, a Super Bowl episode. Super, yeah, I'll give you I'll give you <laughs> the Patreon this weekend is just a tout service where I give you my picks <laughs> for gambling this weekend. <laughs> well it is and the bigger implications. It is um no, I mean we we've got like a coastal elite team. Versus a, a true Heartland Rust Belt team, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Like this is exactly. this is a referendum on America. Is this really? about to launch the ci- a new civil war? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this is what does. <laughs> Midwest versus uh versus the left coast. I, I guarantee you, JD Vance has already said that though. Like like coastal elite team versus a heartland you know oh what i'm saying God. oh like try to draw like political implications social political implications uh, oh no, you know he is you know he yeah. is God, numbers are in the toilet he's doing the tried and true classic yeah, yeah. he already hired out marjorie tyler yeah. <laughs> 
God damn, oh, I what? forgot about my girl, man. She not on Twitter no more. I feel it though, man. TG, baby. I forgot about my girl. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about my girl, man. I used to follow her, man. She's amazing. She ain't as good as Trump, but she got some beggars, though. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Definitely. She... Quick and tow. Oh. All right, gang. Um, go to the Patreon. Support, uh, support us so that Tom isn't stricken down by a bolt of lightning. Uh, if you are, make sure your feet are on the ground. Because I always heard that if... If not, the lightning exits the part of your body that's closest to the ground. Oh. So if you, if for whatever reason you're like hovering naked and your dick is hanging down, it could go at your dick. Fuck. I mean, I'm, Ooh. that's what I heard. What? I, God's not going to strike me down. Hell, he would have done it a long time ago if he's going to do it. So. <laughs> what but could, just what give could us happen, money. It could keep the mic cord from somehow sniping around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did that happen? Yeah, yeah. It's not future. God kill me. You gotta worry about it. It's myself. See, I would equipment. God damn. <laughs> I'm gonna toss all this shit in the hot tub. With my <laughs> I can't take no more. I'm literally about to go out here and simmer and chain smoke and scream about FEMA into the void. <laughs> I'm broke. I'm broke. Oh Your neighbors would probably come over, but they would probably think you're th- talking about like FEMA camps, and then you'd have a weird, awkward conversation. Like, yeah, <laughs> they've heard worse up here. I say I can't say for sure, but I think that girl up on the hills had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> They'll tell you, "Hey, how you doing? You okay? <laughs> What's up?" <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Uh, Bye-bye.